Scott Todd, September 10th, 2019, in 24 and a half hours, I'll be landing in the Mecca, known as Lost Wages, Las Vegas, Nevada. Cannot wait. Viva Lost Wages. Exactly. It's going to be the shit. We're going to talk about that a little later on the pod cast. Viva, viva Lost Wages. We have Todd with us this evening, in case you couldn't tell what that was. How's it going? Oh. Now, now we're doing bad Beavis and Butthead impressions? <laughs> I don't know. I'm Man, this went off the rails place. just immediately. I was gonna, I was going to jump into my, my Elvis where it's like... Oh, yeah. Oh, is that but what that was I, supposed to be? But no. then, but then I no. just slipped into, then I just slipped into butted. Oh. That's a Beavis. Yeah. Hey That's Beavis. Good. Yeah, yeah. TV's like cool. <laughs> I wonder if that show is on Pluto TV anywhere. It might be. It might be. What is Pluto TV? Show. What is this that you speak of? Pluto TV, one of tonight's sponsors. Free TV. Download it on any of your devices today. And you can start watching immediately. No credit card required. Just start watching whatever show you want. They have movies. Free Do you movies, know if it's shows. on like Roku or? Uh, yes, it is Roku, Amazon TVs Fire. Like you name it, it's on it. Pluto. Sorry, TV. I missed. It is on Roku. It is on Roku. Yes. Oh, nice. And Amazon Fire. And it's tonight's sponsor. So check Amazon it out. Amazon Fire. I downloaded it about player. five hours ago, and I've watched it for about 64 seconds, but I've enjoyed what I've seen so far. Do they have Seinfeld on it? You know, I don't know. Is it, and I is also, it the new Crackle? What's that? What'd you do to your finger, your hand? Is that a blister? Oh, yeah, it's a blister. Uh, I don't know if they have Seinfeld, and I, I, the one thing I do want to find out, and you can actually do this while we're doing the, the pod, because you have it on your phone in front of you. I'm recording through my phone, so I can't do that, but... I, I want to know if they have a search feature. I don't know if they have a search feature or not. Did you, have you downloaded it yet? Yes, it's downloaded. Are you looking at it right now? It's pretty awesome, right? When you yeah. pull up the app, it just starts, just TV's playing. Like you turn on a TV. Yeah, it's on your phone. Well, I think you can turn uh, that off. Let's but... see. There's live TV, free movies, plus TV, My Pluto. Yeah, my Pluto is you can pick favorite channels and then you can skip a bunch of the crap that. Top TV series: Hell's Kitchen, Roseanne. Nope, nope. Kitchen Nightmares, Bajillion Dollar Properties, Third Rock from the Sun. Hmm. There's a show I don't need to see. I'm guessing they don't have Seinfeld if that's if that's what they're listing. I mean, possibly straight off the top. But I'm telling you, check it out. The movie the movie thing alone and all those MTV channels I was yeah, talking I about. I here. don't see a search feature. That's weird. They yeah, want you to, have to scroll. browse. Scroll, 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 scroll. But yeah, check it out, everybody. Tonight's sponsor, Pluto TV. Put in promo code BROPOD for 10% off, even though it's free. <laughs> yeah, so. go ahead and put that in the non-existent <laughs> field. And let Whatever! Us know Whatever! <laughs> Tell them Bropod sent you. Tell them Bropod sent you by putting it in the imaginary field that does not exist. Oh, if you uh, register, you can customize your channels. I don't know what that means, but... It means you can skip all the stupid channels. Or you can yeah, just I learn know. where just they saying, are. Like, it's interesting that it, that it has live TV, so like... 
yeah. you can select channel. That's kind of weird. I mean, I guess that's how they're differentiating themselves. No, see, here's the thing, though. You're saying, it's, you're saying it's weird, but let's let's pause for a moment. That's pause. how TV works. That's how it worked 20 years ago. You turn on the TV and you I know, but <laughs> now we've moved past live TV because nobody right. wants to watch to wait right. for their show to come on. But I guess if you're live TV for just looking for something to watch, this gives you... Device. True. So, it's a throwback. There's a commercial called Funny, or a channel called Funny AF. Yeah, there's several comedy channels. There's a Comedy Central roast channel where all they do is show roasts. Which I think is pretty awesome. There's an Onion channel. I saw that too. Yeah, there's a bunch a of fight, very specialized channels. channel. Yeah. Yeah, not much in the way of sports. Oh, there's an MTV Cribs channel. <laughs> yeah, I saw that earlier. That. I was about to say, I'll, I would watch that for 24 hours. <laughs> I'm kind of worried, now that I've discovered this, I'm kind of worried that I'll just put it on at work, and then like, I'll look down, on the, all the time. it'll be 11 o'clock, and be like, oh shit, I haven't done anything today. <laughs> I've missed two calls, what am I doing? I mean, that's unlikely to happen, but it's possible. So, you know. so far, oh, they do have a Nick Jr. My kids would probably watch that. There you go. But the uh, Cribs so far is the, the the highlight, the one that's piqued my interest the, the most. The leader in the clubhouse. <laughs> uh, they do have, like, M- you were saying MTV, but they have, like, MTV actual videos. Oh, I didn't see that. I didn't notice that. That's good. That's old school, too. You know, music television where they're actually showing music television. What uh, a novel called, concept. Right. They're spanking new videos. But is it new music? Means. I mean, I assume that's based on the title. Um, See, that I'd be less interested. by Dominic Fike. Not familiar with that artist or song, so that's what's on the... Never heard of it. There's also Yo! MTV. Nice. I assume Raps video and Biggest Pop Hits MTV channel. Sponsored by Vivo. Um, Yeah, really? Yeah, pretty much. All right, so Pluto TV. Check it out. Tell them BroPod sent you. Yeah, um, enter it into the... There, I mean, there is a... I think when you log in, you can actually enter a code. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Feel free to enter BroPod. I'm not sure what it will do for you, but... Enter BroPod and see what happens. <laughs> already have a code. <laughs> oh, it's it's a six-digit code, or alphanumeric, I assume. Okay. B-R-O-P-O-D. Yeah, just <laughs> drop in BroPod, see what happens. What the fuck? That's perfect. Maybe that's for the, like you were saying, other podcasts advertise it, so maybe they have. Yeah, probably is. Other shiz. Probably is. All right, so let's jump right in. I wanted to... Is that, do you see is this that, can? I do. You see the top of it? What so the hell? I had a 12-pack of like Diet Coke in the back of my car, okay. and some of them exploded, but <laughs> some of them, like this one looks like... The top of the can has been inverted, like it's some sort of like it's pushed out nipple or something. Yeah, like something and was trying some to escape. Of, some of them, act, like a couple of them, actually split open in that way. I've, I'm assuming it was from heat in the back of the car. I've never had that happen to cans from heat. Why did you have a 12 pack in the back of your car? So there was a. Oh, we went God. to Costco the other day. This is a fun okay. story, not really, but um, and. There was a, a new grocery store, or a chain called Giant, which is in Maryland and I'm Delaware, familiar. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I'm familiar with anyway, Giant. Anyway, it's 
they have them in Maryland. And they're, so across from Costco, they had opened a new store of Giant. And they had some like store, sort of doorbuster store opening deals. Sure. And one of them the was buy two, buy two 12 packs, get three free. And I was like, oh, fuck <laughs> yeah, we're doing that. All right, <laughs> I was like, how, that. how do you yeah. not do I was like, what's the limit on this? Yeah, we only ended up shop. buying the two. Now, granted, they were charging like seven or eight dollars for a twelve pack, so I feel like oh it was kind God. of a ripoff. So fifteen dollars for five—that's still a good deal, though. Still, yeah, it's still Three a good deal. It's not as good as if it were like good. four or five dollars a twelve yeah, that'd pack. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I think I feel like they jacked the price a little bit to give you the three free, but I was like, I can't pass up three free. So I had still one. Rough. I was going to take it to work, and I forgot to take it in, so it was sloshing around in the back of my car. And probably 120 degree heat on the inside of my car during the day. And how and long was it back them, there? I don't know, a few days. I don't know. Hmm. And I was so, like, I, I was. <laughs> this is pretty funny. I was driving to work, and one of the cans goes boom, like popped really loud. And I was like, oh shit! Like it scared the fuck out of me because I thought it was it like is, a gunshot it is, or something. It is Baltimore, you know. Duck. <laughs> I was Watch like, out! Jesus, what was that? Shots Not fired. that. Like, I mean, it just it frightened me. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, so, wait a minute. You said you didn't get the five? You just got two? No, I got the five. Sorry, I did not. I said, what's the limit on this? I was wondering if you could oh, get like, oh. If you bought two. Could, ten, like, for could you buy, ten for four? Yeah, price could of you four? buy ten and get another 30 whatever? <laughs> I mean, financially, you probably should have loaded up a cart and just seen what you can do there. Done all sorts of damage. You'll go through them. They're not going to go bad. They might explode in yeah. your car, but other than that, they're not going to go bad. So this was recently. It's been, I guess it's been hot there then. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's been, I don't know, 80s and 90s. But like I say, like but the sun my car sits the car. in the parking lot in the sun, yeah. so it gets quite warm inside of it during the day. I got you. So what was the damage on the inside of the car from the explosion? Just uh, Nothing. I mean, it just sort of leaked out. I have a... My car, even in the back, has like those rubberized mats that have. Yeah. So it was contained. It didn't ruin the upholstery or anything. Sure does. The Prius coming through in the, in the clinch there. Um, okay. So let's get to the the topic I, that I sent. I woke in my, I woke up my wife screaming boom, from the cans. So she oh, was texting me to tell me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm directly beneath our bedroom, so. Are you really? Yeah, more or less, yeah. Oh, I thought you were beneath the kids' room. I guess it's technically beneath yeah, the whatever, girls' bedroom, but whatever. Um, all right. So let's get to tonight's first topic and main topic. I hope that you got my email concerning this and were able to. I did get your email. I didn't do spoiler any alert. Didn't do any research. <laughs> yeah, fucking shocking. All right, well then we'll just have to wing it. Yeah, and, I can. Uh, I can. Uh, you can wing it. Do it off the off the noggin. It has been long. All right. So I was having a conversation at work a couple days ago. I think it was last Friday. With admittedly, I don't know the age of all three people, but three three females, two of whom are both thirty two, I believe now. Um, I thought you said and the you third didn't know one, the age. I don't know the age of the third woman. Oh, in this gotcha. Conversation. Um, the third woman she is older or younger. I'm 
guessing she's older, but I don't know. She's of similar age. Uh, um, and she is not Pluto's of this country. already sending me notifications. Nice. Good. On my phone. They want you to use okay. the uh, Pluto TV. Put in um, coupon code BROPOD for 10% <laughs> off of your free free price. I'm going to try that, see if it does anything. It's Go ahead. not going to do a fucking thing, I can imagine. Um, so anyway, so the three of them, the point is, I, I'm guessing they're all somewhere in their 30s. Most of them are their, uh, or two of them I know are in their younger 30, early 30s. We're having a conversation about what emo music was. Now, mm-hmm. the third one, whose age I don't know, is originally from France. She was under the impression that emo was similar to goth. Like, she thought, like, she was throwing out names like Dream Theater and all these bands, and I was like, no, that's progressive metal. That's not even close to emo. So she was immediately kind of just learning from the other, the others of us having this conversation. But the two other young ladies... We're just way off base, in my opinion, in what they considered emo. So what what was their emo list? Their you know, emo there are different list, there are different waves of emo. I understand that. Okay. I do understand that. Here here's the first mistake they made right off the bat. They were like, "Well, emo is definitely like 2000 to 2005." I was like, "You're a fucking idiot." It is not defined <laughs> by a time period. There may have been a time period where quote unquote emo music was more popular. But that doesn't mean that that is what emo music is. So let's just, let's reset, start from the beginning. How do you define emo music? Um, sorry, blowing the mic. <clears throat> That's me sighing aloud. Uh, I mean, so when I was growing up, uh, emo was described as emotive um, or emotional. Originally it was emotive and then it became emotional. And it was mostly like, I mean, when I sort of came to know about it, it was mostly early to mid nineties. Right. But um, there, there, there was the earlier emo stuff like from the eighties that I heard. Um, But the sort of definition, I mean, I just remember, like, the first band I heard called Emo was Sunny Day Real Estate, although other bands I'd listened to prior to knowing about Sunny Day Real Estate, I just didn't know them as the term Emo, but um, I think mostly what I think of Emo is, yes, sort of, it's it's kind of like, um, I don't know, it's, (laughs) I don't know how to describe it, I think Emo is part of like the sort of emotive has to do with sort of the lyrical content. It's like sort of less political punk, I guess. Um, Cause a lot of the emo and punk, like all the, all those genres obviously dip and cross and move yeah, back and forth. There is more political emo than the anyway. So after, so like I'm looking at this thing of like the first wave and it's mentioning rights of spring, Yes. which was, you know, sort of, yeah, punk band, but definitely it feels more emo than like some of their contemporaries, which were more like hardcore or just straight ahead punk. Right. Um, I don't remember when Rites of Spring started, but it was in the eighties. Yeah, definitely in the eighties. But I'm trying to think like <clears throat> I think their posts like Minor Threat and some of that stuff, like the early DC stuff, but not too far behind. More. Um, 
long embrace timeline sort of thing. So mid eighties. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah, most of the music that I grew up with as emo was definitely the second wave, which was, had sort of two, there was, it was the Sunday day real estate and then cap and jazz promise, promise ring, ring braid, all braid. that Midwest stuff. Yeah. It's, there was sort of that arc that went off. And then from there also, uh, was more the screamo stuff with like orchid, Julia, S Factor Four, like a lot of those bands, I feel like at the time weren't even called screamo. Screamo felt more like a, a distinction that w- that came after the fact, at least right. in the beginning. Right. And then whatever the fuck happened after that, I have no idea. All the like eyeliner Post. shit and like yeah. terrible stuff of the early the style thousands. Yeah. Yes. Um. So I'm looking at this. They're list like listing. Jimmy Eats World, Thursday, Fall Out Boy, My Chemical Romance, like all that garbage music in my mind. Um, there are other bands that I can... Like, those are more like commercial uh, oh, sure. emo bands that became popular. There's certainly other bands that were in the screamo emo genre, either of those two, in the early 2000s that were making quality music, but there was, <laughs> there was that... Like the scream. What was the other thing that uh, Brookso had a name for it? Oh, Scrams was another <laughs> sort of offshoot, which which is a real thing. I think that was even more into like the they had like auto tune and like oh wow crazy like fashion shit and like drum machines. Like it got what really is, dumb. What is Scrams a mix of screamo and I don't know. And oh, okay. I don't even like just Tom it made was... it up. <laughs> Yeah, the scrams part. I don't. Let me let me see if I can find a definition of scrams, because I've I thought I thought Tom made that up, but he did not. But it was actually a thing. So scrams was an offshoot of screamo, I guess. Okay. Or it's another name for it. So it's like digital. Well, I don't know if the digital part. So this is just saying scrams is basically screamo. Well, probably getting too deep at this point. So yeah. So the point is that I think a lot of a, people these days yeah. des- describe emo as more of the Fallout Boy, like sad skater with eyeliner. Yeah, the commercialized music. shit. Yeah, the commercialized garbage. Right. As and that's, I would describe it. Sorry. And that's fine. Like that and music, those yeah, those bands are kind of what they were mentioning. Um. Like basically anything that Pete Wentz was doing, and I'm like, no, that's not, that's not emo. That's pop. Actually, a lot of it was pop music. Um, but so, I, I I agree with most of what you said. The one exception being, I think Thursday is an incredible band. But yeah, My Chemical Romance. Sorry, Jimmy, I don't know enough about any of those bands because they all fall into the same like turd <laughs> pile for me. The same turd. I think you'd like Thursday. Um, and look, Jimmy Eat World had some catchy songs, but it was a pop. That yeah, was a they're pop fine, band. but that, to me, those are more like that was not an emo band. Not even like pop punk. They're more like indie pop, which sort of like that. I feel like that's kind of an offshoot of some of the the '90s emo. So there's you know like yeah. the the Jade Tree thing. So sure. Cap and Jazz, and then the Promise Ring got super poppy, and yeah. that sort of 
that that midwestern emo kind of split between some having more punk and sort of math rocky roots and other parts just yep. becoming full on like indie pop in my mind. Yeah. It's like get up, get that, up kids. some of those Jade or some of those promising records are basically in, indistinguishable from like Kindercore and some other record oh, wow. labels of the time where it's Super just poppy. like straight up pop. Yeah. <clears throat> indie pop, but whatever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Not not to be confused with Madonna's latest single. No, no, not like Taylor Swift pop, but you no, know no, what I no, mean. No. Like... Not dog shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, saying that intentionally for one person who hopefully will listen to this after we record it. Um, so, so again, I, I think the, the key here, though, is that, first of all, emo is a musical style. It's not a, it's not a movement like goth or, I mean, I guess goth is music too, but goth, I think, was more focused around things like the clothing and everything else. Yeah, I think Emo there's a, a fairly heavily musical component to goth stuff. I mean, that's fair, sort of. but if someone says goth, I just immediately picture. I, I, yeah, a kid goth does feel more like a style. Although I, the, jeans. some of the some of the turd emo feels like it has a pretty heavy style component, yeah. and even does, like the and '90s fair. stuff did too. It's just different, but at, and, at its and bridged essence, across more genres, I guess. Sorry, yes, go ahead. That, that's fair, but at its core, at its essence, it's about, again, the lyrics, and again, you said it, and that this is, I don't know how anyone can miss this, emotional or emotive. Like, it's the style of how the lyrics and how the vocals deliver the lyrics to the listener. I think the music, again, generally is in that indie pop kind of punk root, um, that's where it was all kind of born. And again, like you said, once it developed, it could go in any sort of different direction, whether it was screamo, whether it was more to the pop side. Um, but I, for some reason, <clears throat> the term really gained popularity sort of, it sort of like subsumed all punk music. Like basically everything started becoming one version of emo where it's to to, work, to the point where it became used like I'm reading this article and they're talking about um, how uh, Guy Picado and uh, um, sorry Ian McKay are saying like they had come up with the term someone had come up with the term emo core and he said that's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard um, and and the majority of early emo core groups disappeared as quickly as the core suffix with Picado and Mackay going on to form Fugazi. Like, I don't think of Fugazi right. as emo, but, like, no. their music's not man. that different from a lot of other... Like, sure. Hoover sometimes gets called emo, and, like, Hoover feels very close to me to to uh, Fugazi. So I, it right. the, the term became almost useless. Like, just depending on who you're talking to, it's more like referencing other bands that you might call emo or you might not. Um, See... Using those exact those exact examples, I think one very big distinguishing factor for Fugazi and su- certainly Minor Threat is the 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 tone of the lyrics and the the meaning behind the lyrics. I don't think Fugazi was whining about how they lost their girlfriend. <laughs> no, and, but they I don't think a lot message, of the like the know. second wave, the '90s stuff was necessarily like uh pers- like some of it was personal lyrics, but not all of it. Like Orchid is a screamo band. Their stuff was heavily the, political and sort yeah. of like philosophical. Yeah. Literary. Um, it also mission mentions like say, 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 
and um, I'm trying to think of some other like screamo bands. Julia, like their I feel like their stuff, Ordination of Aaron, were more on the personal lyrics, but right. I don't know. Like it just some bands <laughs> like skew one yeah. way or the other in their lyrical content. Well, it's like, I mean, it's it's the so, same thing I, as the like, emo thing is. It's the same thing as like political leanings. Like you can say, um, you know, I lean right or I lean left. Well, some people are closer to the middle. Some people are on the fringes, you know, far left, far right. So it's it's the same idea. Or I mean, I'd even say like blue, but... sort of like uh, musical examples, like pop punk, like propaganda is pop yeah. punk, but their lyrics are entirely political Very versus political, like no yeah. effects. Their lyrics are not at all. They're just all yeah, stupid. So, I mean, yeah. they're they're both like <laughs> they're both in the same musical genre, but the content of sure. their lyrics is wholly yeah. different, despite the fact That's that they've point. shared a label at least some of the time. Yeah. For so years. I don't know the I it, the your definition of an emo definitely depends on like when you grew up, I think, right. and I think once it became sort of mainstream and it was on MTV and shit, then. It was became ruined. more of the garbage <laughs> turd emo. <laughs> the turd, the pile of turds, as you put it. New. Yeah. The, um, my coworkers are, that's exactly what they're defining it as, is the turd period. They did not use that term, obviously, but the brands they were mentioning were definitely in that period. So, and, and again, now we're just showing off of sorts, but if you had to mention, I know you're reading articles, so you're kind of cheating, but that's fine. If you had to mention a top a top three or a top five bands that in your mind define the emo genre. If someone's like, Hey, I'm, I'm interested in learning about emo music. What should I listen to? What are the, I mean, know, the if, I, if I'm just going like nineties, Midwest emo, I think I'd probably put like cap and jazz braid. Braid, yeah. braid kind of has to be in there for me. Um, yeah. Boys life, I think would be in there for me. Oh, boys life. Interesting. Um, American football. I was never. I mean, I, I wouldn't put them in my top five. They're not. I have individual favorite. songs that I like, but I'm not a, as, as a whole. I agree. Um, I'm trying to think. Let me look at this article. And see if it gives me the other suggestions. <laughs> Let me cheat some more. Let me figure out what I can do here. I don't know who else is on your list. I, I mean, mean, I think I put Rights of Spring on there, but they're not like I, they're different than the '90s version. So I wouldn't. I. And we talked about this a few months back when I read that article about the top 40 emo albums of all time. I listened to Rights of Spring and I was like, I just don't get it. It just you don't like Rights me. of Spring? No, oh, I love Rights of Spring. I really don't. Um, they have Piebald in here. I wouldn't put Piebald in my top five, but they're good. Promi I mean, Promise Ring. There's a bunch of like Promise Ring. I really like too, but yeah. again, it like it doesn't f quite feel the same to me. Um, Algernon Catterwalder, who came later, but basically oh, just boy. sound like a Joan of or a ah, fuck Cap and Jazz cover band. I mean, they right. their their songs are completely different, but to me, they sound almost exactly the same. Right. Um, I was never a Get Up Kids fan. They have them on here, but I like two of their albums. Two of their albums are amazing. I had one. I had that Four Minute Mile album, but I just never got into it. Four Minute Mile was good, and the next one, whatever one is after that. Is probably their best one. Find my way home, or I don't know, something about home. Those are both incredible. What about um, cursive? I know you're a cursive fan. Is that more math rock to you than emo? Cursive. Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. Um, 
I never really got into cursive either. I think it was the the singer just kind of like me. Eh. Yeah, it's important. I'm... If the singer if the singer's voice grates your nerves, it's not something you're gonna go back and listen to a second time. So they have hot. Oh, Texas is the reason. I definitely put them in there. That one. Were you about to say Hot Water Music? Is that what you're well, they, about to say? I'm looking. I'm looking at this thing for '90s emo bands, and they have Hot Water Music, which I don't really think of as Hot no, Water Music as an emo band, band but I I do like Hot Water Music. <laughs> And it's funny because that, speaking of vocals that are very polarizing, you either love that guy's vocals or you hate him. Wait, how do you not like Hot Water Music's vocals? No, oh, I I'd do. Probably, I'd probably I do. put Raina Maria. That'd probably be, they probably oh, round out my, shit. Yeah. my five of Midwestern emo bands. Mineral, like, I only listened to the first Mineral album. Like, I don't yeah. know their other music. I know they're doing like a 20th anniversary tour. And I really like that first album, but it feels a little over the top. I can't believe I you forgot know. about Rainer Maria. Yeah, they're they're definitely in there. <clears throat> top three. It's interesting too when I because when I think about my top three, Braid is in there, Rainer Maria definitely in there. Those two bands I like a lot. Very different sounds. Braid is a lot. I don't know, poppier, more positive sounding, I guess. Whereas Rainer Maria, like what's her name, it feels it's just darker, <laughs> guttural. Yeah, it feels like like depressing almost if you're to listen to it. Yeah, I guess so. Way, I but... the thing I love about Raina Maria is sort of just the two vocalists, and then the bass lines are just really like mm-hmm. they just really carry the melody. Yeah. More yeah, than like Braid is more of a guitar band. Yeah. Um, yeah. I still like the first drummer in Braid better than the second. Sorry, whatever. Damon. Atkinson. Damon. Yeah. Um, I think Roy Ewing's drumming. I just like the snappiness of his snare more. So. I was kind of bummed when they, when they got a, a new drummer, which is the drummer most people know Braid is having. But <laughs> hang on, would you just do a deep cut on drums? In front I mean, of me? so the, the snappiness two, of the, the first snare. <laughs> the first two albums are, have Roy here. Ewing on drums. Yes, they do. So the Frankie Welfare Boy, age five or whatever, five. and yeah. uh, whatever the second album is that everyone thinks is crappy. Frame and Canvas. Frame. No, no, that's the third album. Um, Whatever doesn't matter. I can't the think of it. Album, yeah, yeah, the second Braid album. Age of Octane. What's that? The Age of Octane. Yes. Is that the Is that second it? album? Yeah, sounds right. Anyway, I I prefer that drummer. He was also the drummer in the short-lived band Sweater Weather and some other bands from. By the way, from... by the way, Sweater Weather, <laughs> now, a perfect emo we're... band name. So emo. Yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> Sweater Weather. I have a seven-inch by them. I don't know if they released anything else. To be honest with you. Let's look it up on Discogs. There's probably like it's, I'm it's sure a shame a comp if, or something. It's a shame if they didn't do anything else because that is the quintessential emo band name. That's the that's the pumpkin latte of of emo music in terms of band names. Oh, they had. Let's up. see, they had a seven inch. Uh oh. And a split seven inch. Something. I have the split seven inch. So yeah, oh, they yeah, the split. They released oh. like three songs. Six songs total. <laughs> You know, it's more than a lot of bands. What can you say? Okay. I think I think literally three songs. Oh, well, hey, it is what it is. Oh, and the one of the seven inches has a different drummer. So, wow, Roy, <laughs> limited influence. Oh no, I guess Sweater Weather didn't have Roy Ewing. Roy Ewing played what? on the other band, Days in December, that had a split with Sweater Sweater Weather. Blech, ah. Man, that is an emo seven inch. 
Sweater weather and days in December. Not Christmas, not Thanksgiving, just the other days. The other days in December, you still have to get up and go to work. And it's dreary and cold outside. Perfect. I love it. Um, okay. I think that's a pretty good definition. We gave plenty of options of bands to listen to. Yeah, we we, to we can feel. give you more bands to listen to if you need them. Oh, yeah. Believe you me. The list is expansive. Um, okay. So, sorry, looking at this yeah. thing, they have Weezer down as emo. Get the fuck out of here with oh, that I know. shit. Oh, you look up, just if you go to Google and just type in emo music, you know, there's a big list across the top. Weezer is one of the first ten options. Jimmy Eat World is in there. Um, I think Fall Out Boy is in there. Like, it's, it's embarrassing. Death Cab for Cutie, not emo. Sorry. No. Also, Postal Service, here with that shit. probably in there as well. Yeah, it's it's rough. It's it's a rough selection. Blink-182, not emo. You're shitting me. I mean, I'm, this is what I typed in 90s emo bands to Google, and this these are some of the okay. they're showing. Seriously, I typed in emo music in Google. Jimmy World, like I said. Paramore. <laughs> Sorry, here's one of the worst ones. Plain White Tees. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> do you remember that no, no, terrible no. song that they had there? Like, I do remember song. Plain White Tees, yeah. It's not, not a fucking emo band. Here we go. Awesome. AFI, The Used... Fallout that Boy, to me is in the turd emo category. Yeah, emo. My Chemical Romance, Thirty Seconds to Mars. Come on, that's a rock band. Uh, that's probably an emo band. No, no, stop! That, that's a that's rock Jared, band. That's Jared Leto's band, right? It's got an actor as the lead singer. Like, what more do you need to know about Thirty Seconds to Mars? I think he plays bass too. Yeah, he plays something. Oh, he quit his acting good. career to play to play in a band. Anytime, if you're wearing if you're wearing guy liner, you're not emo. Let's just put it that way. You've, 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 you've declassified. Or you're entirely emo. They also have Jawbreaker in here. To me, it was not an That's emo band. Emo. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I like Jawbreaker. There's just not... They're sure. Like, I guess they're pop yeah. punk. I don't know. Maybe they bridge over in the emo thing. I wouldn't call them pop punk necessarily, but they're not... They're just not punk then? I mean, they're not like... They're certainly not epitaph not pop like punk. Fat Records pop. No, punk. they're not epitaph or yeah. But they're, I, don't know. I mean, they're short like, sort of three chords. I mean, they're much more literate than a lot of those bands, like their right. lyrics and stuff. Right. I don't know. We we could <laughs> we, we could, could do go this on this for an entire episode. <laughs> detour for hours. Paramore, come on, Paramore's not emo. Anyway, okay. All right. Is that your favorite band that's not emo? Is that my favorite band that's not emo? No. Yeah, I don't know, Paramore. They just no. sound terrible. They got the little, uh, what's her name, Haley something, little red-headed singer. I don't know, okay. I a couple good songs. <laughs> I have no idea. Got it! Yeah, you're too old. You're too old to like Paramore. They, they, they hit about 2005, Definitely 2006. <laughs> Definitely too old to like Paramore. You, you were beginning your jazz phase about by, by 2006, <laughs> so it was long over at that point. Um... Okay. There's a lot of free jazz punk overlap. There's oh, people Jesus that like Christ. those things no. tend to, tend to I'm not we're not going together. down this rabbit hole. I'm just telling I've you. I've seen enough of the shit that you listen to or that you not not even listen to. Worse than that, the stuff that you pay to see live. I've listened to enough of that recently that we're not having a jazz conversation. I'm and just telling you your, if you if you're jazz. into like punk even emo you might like okay. free jazz if you like improvisation. 
I, I will speak for all of us and say I disagree. <laughs> Circle gets the square. Okay. We're moving Circle on. Circle <laughs> gets the square. Oh, by the way, this will be a transition into our other main topic of the evening. Sure. Um, I was listening to another podcast. I'll give them a shout out. Pen Pals. Uh, it's a podcast hosted by two comedians. Very entertaining. Check oh, I've listened to a couple. Of, did you recommend that to me? I did. I did. I listened to um, one or two episodes and then I forgot about it, to be honest. Yeah. But it, the what the episodes I listened to were good. Yeah, they're very, they're very entertaining. Rory Scovel, comedian from Greenville, South Carolina, originally. Um, anyway, he made it big. He's kind of my hero. Uh, but they were talking about, on the episode I listened to today, which is probably a few weeks old, they were talking about restaurants that were like play on words from TV sitcoms. For example... Holy Grounds? Not Holy Grounds, no. But a Family Matters theme song restaurant called Family Platters. Or instead of like Family Ties, Family Pies. So the question is, are there any other sitcoms, potentially from your youth, that you can think of you could spin into a restaurant? What was was the second one you said? Sorry, you you broke up. Family Pies instead of Family family Ties. That's a good one. And like you, and again, it doesn't have to be a restaurant. Like you can specialize in pies for example. sure. Um, but the idea would be that you would do the signage in the same font that the show was <laughs> in <laughs> to really draw people in. And I was like, that's kind of a brilliant idea um, to to run with that. And they had several others. I can't remember any other ones, but um, they were trying to make it for my two dads. What's that? Ralph. Ralph. Food that makes you sick from the TV show Alf. Oh. <laughs> Just throw an R on front? Yeah. That was terrible. Ah! <laughs> yeah, that was about the worst thing. Sorry, what were you saying? You're trying to think of one for my two dads? They were trying to think of one for my two dads. And uh, they they couldn't come up with one. So, And then they, they moved on to whatever else they were doing. But, um, but yeah, they're bringing up all these shows. I was like, fuck, I love those shows. Like Growing Pains. I feel like they had one for growing pains. Something growing grains, like a bread store. Maybe so. Maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what it was. They did growing strains. It was a cannabis store. Oh, okay. They, they that kind of, yeah, they got off topic, but um, just something fun to think about. It's a little game you can play with your friends. Who's the pizza boss? Or cake boss? Who's the cake okay. boss? I mean. Ca- First of all, Cake Boss is a show. I know. I'm I'm wrapping it into Tony Danza's. Bringing yeah. in several uh, things. Tony yeah. Danza. Um, now we're showing our age. What? So, uh, I'm trying to think of some you, other. Sitcoms. You could have one just called Silver Spoons. <laughs> it's just That's a, a good like, one. It's, it's a it's a soup place. It's called Silver Spoons. Um. Yeah, now I'm going to spend all my time subconsciously trying to think about this while also trying to host a podcast. Different smokes, meats. Different smokes. That could also be a cannabis place. <laughs> Definitely. Instead of different strokes. A lot of, most anything I think could just be Yeah, you be can like, do a lot of... It's cannabis, dude. It doesn't have to make sense. <laughs> cheesy tie-ins with cannabis. I think we can all agree, though, that Ralph, so far, the worst one. <laughs> I was like, is Ralph a character? I didn't even know what the hell you were talking about. <laughs> it wasn't clear to me you're just adding an R to the front of Alf. Uh in fairness that show was also terrible. What was the what was the oh I was thinking of Punky Brewster. I mean that could be Punky Brewery. Yeah. I mean Punky Brewster could be a bar. Yeah. They just serve brews. Could be a or Punky punk, Brews. Punk bar. 
a funk bar where they serve people. I mean, she could, they could also have some bar food like Soleil Moon Fries. There you go. Now we're getting, now we're catching on. <laughs> yeah, put it all together. By the way, you could also have family family fries instead of family, family fries. That'd be good. <laughs> just a fry store. That's all they serve. A variety of fries. Just just the ten pound steak of us. Ten pound steak might be a little extreme. Do you remember that show? Just the ten of <laughs> just us. Just the ten of us. Yes. I, I think Another... you're missing the point of the game here. You just like change a few letters. You'll just throw words in the middle of a long title. <laughs> My two burger and shake dads. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. No, that's not how this works. It's got to be a little more that's... organic. All right. Just the 10-pound steak of us? <laughs> Jesus. How about 10-ounce steak of us? That's better. Okay, now, we're, yeah, there you go. Because everybody likes to brag about their 10-ounce steak. A, that that's steak. a reasonable portion of the 10-pound steak. <laughs> Is this middle Jesus of Texas? Christ. Come on in, kill yourself, eat a 10-pound steak. <laughs> we'll buy it for you. We'll even ship your body to the morgue because you're fucking dying when you try to eat that. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, stop thinking about this because you're just going to be looking into... We're, we're going to be in the middle of the next conversation and you're going to say, family fries! And I'm going to say, no, we already thought of that. Um, I'm trying to, It's hard to come up with foods. <laughs> I think it's hard to just come up with, like, to think about the show. Oh, Snacks of Life? How about that one? That's a good one. Oh, Snacks of Life. <laughs> That's just like a 7-Eleven. <laughs> like, well, can be No, story. they're healthy snacks. It's a Wawa. Oh, okay. Healthy <laughs> snacks, snacks of Life. life. <laughs> There's, like, you know, broccoli nuggets or something. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's what you come up with? <laughs> broccoli nuggets? They, hang they on, hang like on. cauliflower, what is a broccoli, oh, broccoli like, tots. Actually... That's what I was thinking. Of. Oh, okay. Like, they, I think they make uh, tater tots out of broccoli or I can cauliflower. See that. They grind them up and then put them in like cornstarch and. Sure, why not? Mold them into the snacks of, of life. That's definitely the best one I've come up with. Take the good, by, you take the bad. By far. <laughs> yeah, the Blair special, the 2D special. Who else was on that show? Joe. Joe. Natalie. Joe. Mrs. Mrs. Garrett. Mrs. Garrett. Yeah. Mrs. Garrett. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't say you haven't you haven't yet said the Brady bunch of bananas. Just throwing words on uh. the end of things. <laughs> the Brady uh, bunch of grapes. No, oh, that one would, would clearly be the Brady Munch. Oh yeah, the Brady. See, that just sounds more like a product. Like you should, they should market that. It's like, it's like, the, uh, what's it do called? Do you call the gravy munch? That doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What's the gravy munch? <laughs> Just a bucket full of fat? <laughs> that's <disgusting>. no <laughs> The gravy munch. By the way, that's way too far away from the Brady Bunch. Neither one of those, like, no one, no one would be able to make... <laughs> Make that connection between the gravy munch and the Brady Bunch, unless you somehow tied in, oh like, my God. Carol and I don't know, I forgot, I forgot all their names. Whatever the names of the Brady kids were, <laughs> Carol Brady, that was one of them. <laughs> Peter, That's the mom. Carol Bobby. was the mom. Oh, okay, mom. Oh Jesus, Greg, Bobby, Peter, Brady. and Bobby were the boys. Greg, Peter, and Bobby, yeah. And Mike was the dad. Oh man. Good old Mike. Boy, he had some secrets. Um, <laughs> Gravy much, I think. All right. <laughs> Wait, this this is hilarious. We can keep going. I need some more show names. 
so I can come up with terrible, <laughs> terrible. I can restaurant. say this to the listeners. I can I can break down the fourth wall here. Todd has not yet cheated and gone to the computer to start looking up show names. No, this is like all freestyle. This is all freestyle. Oh, I mean, clearly, Gravy Munch is not something he would have cheated to <laughs> to figure out. I think we can all agree to that. But now he's pulling up <laughs> 80 sitcoms. Here we go. I have completely sidetracked the show. I take full responsibility for this. But that's all right. It's entertaining. I mean, that's for sure. Cheers could be I'm beers, I guess. Some of the other shows were. Cheers. Well, I mean, I, and I, it's be... funny. When I was listening to it, I thought of Cheers, and I was like, well, but Cheers is legitimately yeah. the name of many bars across this country. So, but yeah, it could be a brewery called Beers, I suppose. Oh, man. I don't have any more. I'm looking at oh, some okay. shows. I, I, I just figured you were looking at a list of shows and you were going to spout off. Nothing, nothing's popping yet. What was the one for Family Matters? That uh, you family had? Platters. Oh, family, family Platters. Yeah. Platters of food. I thought that was pretty good. Gets the job done. Um, okay. So... I'm, I, I already know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask you anyway and, and embarrass you. You had one assignment from last week's podcast. Do you remember what that assignment was? Um, you do no, not. I do not. It was to figure out what a teaser bet was. Oh. <clears throat> no, it was a parlay, wasn't it? No. I knew. I explained what a parlay was. It was the teaser that I'm not... I'm not clear. No, no, I'll have to look. You, you, you do your Vegas bit, and I'll. Uh... Okay. So, one thing you had to do: not breathe directly into the mic and look up teaser bit. Um, hopefully, we fixed the first. So, again, as I mentioned at the outset of the show, now, I guess I lose an hour. Shit. All right, now, 25 hours from now, a little over, or a little less than 25 hours from now, I'll be landing in the mecca known as Vegas. I'll be out there from Wednesday night through Monday, um, just doing lots of gambling. I got a tournament schedule printed out, so I know I'm going to be playing a lot of poker tournaments, playing a lot of poker cash games, playing some table games as well. Um, whatever I can fit into my schedule as often as I can, as much as I can. Very much looking forward to it. It's a trip that I take every year for the past five or six years with my two buddies, uh, Pete and Tommy. Um... And it's going to be amazing. I've got my money. I've got my list. I don't know if anyone else does this, but I actually printed out a list at work today of what to pack in terms of clothing so that I don't forget anything. I call it organized. You can call it loser if you'd like. I call it organized. Um, And basically the only time over the next... Oh, Not over the next five days. I found a good one. (laughs) Okay. The Hoagie family. That actually is pretty good. That may be the best one. Still still leader in the clubhouse for the worst one is Ralph. But the Hoagie family, um, obviously a spinoff on the Hogan family for those that are unfamiliar. Yes. That is, Sorry. That is pretty good. Yeah, yeah the Ho- fine. Hogan family. Yeah. Starring, starring a young Jason Bateman. Who by far oh, has gone on to you... have the most successful career. I just got another one. Bagel oh. Shop, The Wonder Smears. Schmears. The Wonder Schmears. <laughs> you know, once you said Hogan Family, just now as I was repositioning myself here in the closet, I was trying to think of a going for one of yours. The Wonder Schmears. Yeah. 
What would you do <laughs> if I ran out of peanut butter? I don't know. You could have a some sort of Kevin Arnold bagel. I don't know what it would be. Yeah, see that's the thing. See that that's the that's the next level is how do you incorporate the characters or the themes of the show into your actual products. That would be a tough one. Um, I don't know how you do that with with bagels. You could have Kevin uh, Dale, Kevin Arndale. Here we go. Bagels. Here we go. <laughs> Hang on, what was that? Arndale. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Arndale bagels. What was Paul's last name? I don't know what his name was enough. Paul Paul Pfeiffer. Oh, Jesus. Good luck. <laughs> I mean, if you got Arndale. First of all, what bagel shop is publicizing they're selling day-old bagels? Well, they're usually cheaper if you buy day-old bagels. Is that true? I yeah. I don't know that I knew that. You buy day-olds okay. for cheaper. I don't go to bagel shops and buy bagels all that often, I suppose. I don't I don't buy day-olds usually because bagels are not that expensive. But I was about to say, you're a man of certain means. I can't imagine you're looking for discount bagels when you're specifically going to the bagel shop. But what do I know? I could be wrong. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what. God damn it! Now you got me back into this stupid <laughs> restaurant names from '80s and '90s sitcoms. I mean, if you had a a trained theme restaurant, you could have Choo Choo Seven, <laughs> or just eating Choo Choo's. <laughs> that would be a what? good one. <laughs> Eat just a restaurant called Choo Choo, Choo Seven. <laughs> I was thinking choo-choo like train, but if you're just right? chewing food, you could call it the choo-choo seven. What is wrong with you? <laughs> That's a good one, choo-choo seven. Oh, man. I think I like that one the best. I think choo-choo seven, although the hoagie choo-choo family seven? is pretty good. <laughs> the hoagie family. I don't know. That one's going to be tough to top. It's just so easy, and it's so close to the actual name of the show, which very few people remember except for us. Everybody's like, what the, I love that it, show. Didn't that used to be Valerie? Sure yes, terrible. it did. That did used to be Valerie, but yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah, it was babies. Valerie before that. And then, yeah. and then it, she then died, she, or they just kicked died. her off? No, she died. She straight up died? Mm. Yeah. And they were like, eh, let's just replace her with somebody else who's not as interesting. But boy, what are you talking about? Sandy Duncan? Glass Eye? How is that Glass last interesting? Duncan. Yeah. Slam Duncan. Glass Eye Slam Duncan, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um. Anyway, totally lost my train of thought, but that's okay. Oh, I know what I was saying. So the point is, over the next five days in Vegas, I'm going to be playing as much poker as I possibly can with some table games. The only break that I intend to take will be to watch the Clemson game on Saturday. Clemson versus Syracuse. Is that Might to be do a, a good parlay. Game? No, it's not gonna be a good game. Clemson's. I looked up what a tease is, and it's still not super clear to me. All right. Well, <laughs> since we're talking about sports betting now, since I might lay a bet on the Clemson game, what is it? What's the definition of a teaser bet? So a teaser bet is a bit of a parlay bet, which allows players to reduce their rest, risk. A teaser okay. bet offers the opportunity to bet on point spreads or game totals, and then tease or adjust the line to give them better chance of winning. That's what we talked about last week. But, okay. Uh, so for a teaser bet, you first find a line that you like. Let's take the NBA, for example. You see the 76ers are plus 7.5 versus the Celtics. 
with the over under set at 198 you can either tease <clears throat> to change you can tease to change either one of these let's say you like the the 76ers to cover the spread which means they will need to win the game or lose by, by seven eight. points yeah or seven yeah um let's say the better likes the under 198 they're saying the total amount of points will be less than 198 now it's time for the teaser points to come in let's say the players offered five points on the bet so i guess teases they give you five points sure i don't know if you choose the five points in the teaser you give them five more points which brings the line to 12 plus 12 and a half and the total bet moves to plus 203 or 203 for the over under uh, in the end, teaser bet turns into more into a parlay bet and gives you flexibility. You get pay f- paid far less as a hundred dollar bet may garner you seventy dollars. Okay, so that, that's so you're basically you're just juicing the odds a little bit. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty much exactly what I suspected it was when we talked about this last week. So if like the line if the odds. line's too high or too low, you can tease it to something. But I feel like when they like mention it on are. Simmons podcast, they they usually tease multiple games together for some reason. So maybe they parlay yeah, it's just a bigger parlay. games in a tease. It's a bigger parlay. Sure. Why not? <clears throat> that seems overly complicated. I mean, it can be, but again, just like that example, if you don't like the line, yeah. even if though you, you might get too less money, too low. if you think it's a lock with the teaser applied, then That's fair. go ahead and do the teaser. Get the sure thing, which is never a case. The case in NBA, it's never a sure thing. Never a sure thing. That's for damn sure. So there you go. We learned something on today's podcast. We now know what a teaser is, and now you can go place a bet with your bookie. With your sports sure sports win. book. Yeah, your local sports <clears throat> book. You guys have sports books in Maryland, though. No? I know you have casinos. I have no idea. You don't get sure. no idea. When's the last time you placed a sports bet? Never. Never ago. I mean, really? we have we're playing fantasy football, and I put five dollars in, but it's not. There really, you go. It's not really wow. a sports bet. <laughs> five dollars. Not, not betting on a game. Wait, your whole say. season you put in five dollars? Yeah. That's amazing. Is this the same one you've been doing with Ricky and Kurt? No, this is with people years? at work. The uh, oh, okay. the Portland gang has dropped off. Disbanded. That's a shame. Yeah. So what what does your team look like? Um, I need a quarterback. My quarterback, I had uh, Jameis Winston. Oof. Ugh. Not good. Where'd you draft him in the 11th round? My God. Well, I auto-drafted, so I didn't even look at it. My other quarterback is Matthew Stafford, which he had a really good week last week, but he's on a shit okay. team. But he if is. he scores a lot of points, who cares? Um, I agree. I pick. I draw. I I have. I'm trying to pick up somebody else on the waiver wire right now. Okay. Um, but it's not great when your starting quarterback is garbage. He got me like 10 points. I still won my first game because I have a couple running backs that each scored like 20 points. Lit it up. Um, I also have one of the receivers for the. Patriots, although if um, hey, Amendola, what's his face, plays Ray Boy, next Ray week. Brown. Yeah. Although I just saw that he has been accused of like sexual Sexually assault or assault. something. That's so what I just, that's maybe why I he called won't him play. Brown. Yeah, he may not. I, we'll so should we talk about that at all? Like, sure. What is your opinion? Do you think he? 
Like he obviously got traded to the um, <clears throat> Raiders. The Raiders and was like, "Fuck this! I don't want to play for them." Do you think he sort of conspired with the Patriots and just did a bunch of crazy shit to get kicked off of that team? Seems like that's the case to me. So which, possibly, which if I'm if I'm a Steelers fan, I'd be fucking pissed. Well, I mean, everybody kind of knew he was going to leave the Steelers. True, right? but they they probably could have gotten a better return for him. For sure. <clears throat> Rather than like, because I guess when he when they traded him, he could only be traded to the the Dolphins or the Raiders because of some salary cap thing or something. Yeah, it's something like that. I don't and know then, the details of that. And then, yeah, I don't know all the details either. Clearly, um, but then he sort of like sabotaged that. So. I guess I'd be even more pissed if I were the Raiders because they basically They're the ones that got put certain... a lot of hopes on him and he's just like, yeah, nah, they got fuck nothing this. But as Darren Carr said at the end of the game last night, they played the Broncos last night on Monday Night Football. He was like, look, we got a team. Like, we got guys that are here. We're going to play with the guys that we have. He's like, it would have been great to have AB here, but he's not here. So, and they still won the game last night. They kind of beat up the Broncos. So, who cares? They're going to They're going to be fine, I think. Um, but the interesting thing is all summer long when he was, when Antonio Brown was doing all this, this shit with his helmet, like he wasn't, he wasn't practicing cause he couldn't wear his helmet. He didn't want to go to the new NFL regulation helmet. I thought that was just him being a diva and not wanting to practice. I now think what you're alluding to that that may have been just step one of him not wanting to play for the Raiders for whatever reason. I don't know what that reason might be, but I think he just didn't want to play period. He was going to just act like a jerk until he could find his way out. Now, as we're recording this on Tuesday night, about an hour before we started recording, this news came out that he sexually assaulted someone. Maybe in a way he was trying to run away from that somehow? I don't know. I don't know if that plays in at all. Yeah, it's very weird because, like... The timing um, is very interesting of this coming out. Let's just put it that way. The, uh, the sexual assault thing, obviously terrible. He should be, you know, prosecuted, whatever. Yeah. Um, but the, we're going to ignore that for now because we don't have any okay. information on that. Yeah, it's brand new. It's brand new. <clears throat> but the, the like, you know, videotaping his coach and putting all that shit on Instagram, like that, it yeah. feels like, you know, that everyone's like, this guy's just a goofball. He's acting kind of crazy. Now it seems like maybe he was just like, fuck this. The Pats told him they'd, they could, he could sign a deal with him. He just needed to get out of that contract, which that seems just shitty. Yeah, if they, if they worked out some kind of like back deal, but if there was any team, and this will make a few of my friends that are made to listen to this upset, but I don't give a shit. If there's any team in the NFL that you think could conspire to do something like that, it would be the Patriots. They're not exactly known as the totally. most above board team in the NFL, in my no, personal opinion. So it would not surprise me at all. <laughs> right, par for the course. So I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. I'm kind of sick of. Antonio Brown, like, it's pretty amazing to go from last season. He was pretty clearly regarded, along with Julio Jones, as the best receiver in the league. And now it's like, is he a total fucking head case? Can you trust him? Is he going to play it all this season? Is he going to finish the season with the Patriots? And with this brand new information, is he going to play a single game this year? I have no idea. Yeah. And the NFL, to their credit, kind of cracks down on, you know, abuse, um, one of the few Sexual things assault. they actually do crack down on. Yeah, it's one. It, it truly is. I mean, they, <laughs> they don't fuck around. They'll suspend you for a year and not think twice about it. So, 
you know, all the sports talk hubbub in the past two mornings has been, you know, will Anto- you know, what's what's his first game with the Pats going to look like? Will he finish the season with them? And I can't wait to see what they talk about tomorrow morning now that this new allegation has come out. Um, those that have said he won't finish the season with the Pats may be justified. He might not start the season with the Pats. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, Hot like, take. based on their week one, everyone's like, Pats don't, like, if they yeah, have they them, they're them. even crazier, but crazy good. But if they don't right. get him, it's not like they still are pretty heavy favorites, A, to go to the oh, Super yeah. Bowl. And right now, I'd say to win just with their experience. And, like, I, mean, I feel supposedly, like their team is supposedly better than it was last year, and they won last yeah. year, so. Supposedly, one of their biggest hurdles in the AFC was the Steelers. I know it's the first game of the year, but they fucking destroyed them. The Steelers like, oh shit, we got to play Sunday. Fuck. Right. Uh, I guess we'll roll out something. I guess we'll do a shit show, and that's precisely what they did. So. I mean, clearly they're playing rope a dope. They're just getting the Patriots' confidence. (laughs) Right. Yeah. We'll just play really terribly, so they think that we're that we're awful. More power to them if that's what they were doing. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Week one of the NFL was was interesting. It was more about the stuff that was happening off the field uh, than what actually happened on the field. Glad to hear your fantasy team won. I'm actually not doing fantasy for the first time in probably 15 years. Whoa. So the Eagles also that, won. They decided to the play Eagles the second half. Came back. I was about to say. When I first checked the score, I was like, shit, the Redskins are beating them? This is not good. Yeah, they, they didn't do jack out. shit in the first half, but then they're like, oh, yeah, the Redskins suck. We can uh, just play half half a game of football. Uh, Deshaun Watson, pretty solid. back in the fold, just <laughs> threw a couple long balls, and he just Deshaun ran, Watson ran ahead and inc- caught him. <laughs> yeah, had an incredible game. Unfortunately, they lost, but... He had a pretty sick game. Sorry, not Deshaun Watson. I was thinking of uh, the Eagles receiver. What's his name? Deshaun. Oh, Deshaun Jackson. Jackson. Yes. Jackson? Yeah, Deshaun Jackson. Coming back after several years away from the team. Yeah. He's one of those guys, I feel like he's either in his in his 6th or 7th year or his 17th year. Like, I, I lose track of how long he's, he's been in the like NFL. I think he's like 32 or 33. He's older. He's a seasoned for, vet, for sure. receiver. But he's still yeah. fast as shit, apparently. Yeah. He's uh, <clears throat> he's pretty good. And yeah. with Carson throwing to him. Pennsylvania, just airing it out. Uh, I don't think I have any Eagles players on my team. Oh, yeah, you auto-drafted. I keep forgetting that. I assume you would have tried to get those sorts of players. Uh, I, th- honestly, I do better when I when I auto-draft because I don't do that. I don't, I don't try to, like... <laughs> So you let it auto draft, and then like week three or week four, you hit the waiver wire and try to. No, I hit the waiver waiver wire immediately. Right away. Yeah, I don't have any oh, okay. eagles. Oh, nice. How many people are in your league? How many teams? Twelve. Oh, that's tough. So I noticed that they're they have something in our Yahoo league now that like there are certain players you can't trade or drop. It's weird it's because they don't okay. want people like doing bullshit deals or something. Like, I have Julio Jones, and he is on the... I forget what it's called. Like, can't trade list or can't cut. 
Yeah, what? I think my league last year had that. There were a couple. I mean, maybe they have before, and I just move. the players usually are too good that I don't bother trying to get rid of them. I just was like, why can't I get rid of him? Because I feel like Julio Jones is is good, but sometimes like it's just kind of a pain in the ass. Like last year, he caught very few touchdowns. Yeah, I think yeah, but he laid. He averaged like 165 yards a game, though. I mean, he, he was a pretty solid receiver. Yeah, no, I I get it. I I think he's my only can't-cut player. The only problem with Julio Jones and players of his ilk is that, well, with the case of Julio Jones, like if Matty Ice has a bad game, which can happen, it greatly negatively affects yeah. Julio Jones. He needs, he needs somebody to throw him the ball, clearly, like yeah. all receivers, but... Like all receivers, indeed. Matty Ice. I forgot that was his That's nickname. That's his nickname. I know. It's I don't know why. stupid nickname. I think it's supposed to be like Natty Ice. Speaking well, of I, no shit. I know that's where it comes from, <laughs> but I'm just saying. I don't know uh, I don't know why or how he earned that, because on the biggest stage, he does not have ice in his veins, clearly. He uh, likes to give away Super Bowls. That's what he does. Um Okay, anything else uh, happened from week one of the NFL that you want to talk about? Any big stories, big sports stories going on? Um, Since we're talking sports. No. Talking sports! I, I didn't read the article, but I saw there's an article today from uh, KD oh where he said something like, you know, everybody was calling it KD and the Warriors, and I just was tired of that, so I'm going to yep. <laughs> try something new. And I was like... Nobody was calling it KD and the Warriors. They're calling it Steph and the Warriors, motherfucker. It's always been Steph's team. <laughs> I know you. He was trying to play it off like, you know, it's. I'm I'm more of a team player. I'm like, the like KD, amazing player, maybe the best player in the league, depending on. I mean, not right now because of his injury. But yeah. Like not a player at all. Yeah. The the sort of like fragility of his ego is just like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Like, you've been the MVP. You've been finals MVP. Finals MVP, I believe. yeah. It's like, yep. why? I, I don't understand. Like, he's. it seems like he's never happy. Yeah, I heard situation. that headline too. And and honestly, my first reaction was, and it's, it's, it's coincidental because tonight ESPN aired a 30 for 30 about Rodman. KD is not on the Rodman level, but I feel like KD has some, like he has some mental issues. I'm not saying he's crazy, but... It's. I mean, it's similar to what you were just saying, but like he, he should have this incredible self confidence, but I don't think he has any confidence at all. Yeah, like and all this. I don't know if you've listened to the Simmons pods where he's like, I just want to hoop, man. All this drama. I don't give a yeah. shit about that. I just want to play ball. It's like clearly that's bullshit. Like, right. all this stuff gets to you. Yeah. A no, lot. He wants every. He, he wants, all you do is yeah, talk. Yeah. He wants about friends. It. He wants. He wants ad- adoration. He wants credit. Clearly, I mean that's, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's a human nature no. sort of thing to do. But stop lying about it. like you're not fooling yeah. anyone. Everyone knows that these things affect you. Yeah, bro, it's the Beatles. It's not John Lennon and the other three guys. Like, and again, if it was, it would be Steph and the other three guys. Yeah, Steph and the Warriors. The other four guys, <laughs> not KD right. and the Warriors. It's like, yeah. Right. I mean, you were maybe it's KD and Steph and the Warriors, but like. Sure. You're you're not getting Maybe. solo billing on that team. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Never will. Never did. Never will. You won some championships. Congratulations. You earned them. You're a great player. 
your top three player in the league. Not right now because of your Achilles situation. But, uh, yeah, he's he's delusional. It's going to be interesting and when he and the other nutcase, Kyrie, Kyrie are on the same team. Yeah. Like, that's going to just be... Who knows? Yeah, we'll see. I mean, they're playing in the Eastern Conference, though, so... They did Rip up off their a stock bunch of easy wins. Immediately, yeah. I mean, you start the season with 40 wins, and then you just build from there. That's... <laughs> That's maybe how maybe not quite that numbers. many, but yes. All right, 37. I'll give you 37. Um, so we shall see. That's still a year away, though. We have a year to figure it all out, the new NBA. See who's going to be good, who's going to be bad, and who's going to take the crown in 2019-2020. Should be interesting. More to come on that on this very pod, future podcast, that's for sure. Um, all right. We'll call it right there. I figured this this week would be a little short. I got to make sure I get enough sleep because I'm not going to be getting a lot of sleep over the next five nights. So, are you still looking for restaurant names? Is that what you're focusing on here? No, I'm, I'm looking at okay uh, some of the headlines from that article. <laughs> About Durant said, "I started oh, to realize I'm just sorry. different yeah. from the rest of the guys. The Thunder. I don't trust nobody there. The NBA. Some days I hate the NBA." This person tweeted, I've said it before, I'll say it again, the most miserable dude in the NBA. <laughs> yeah. Bro, you're getting paid $240 million, What You know, whatever it is, you're going to be a billionaire when you retire. I don't get it. Yeah. You play the game, a game that you have mastered for a living. You get paid $40 million this year to sit on the sideline and rehab. Like, shut the fuck up. Shut up. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, that's that'd be the biggest piece of advice I think most people would give Katie, like... And Kyrie, for that matter. Just don't yeah. say anything. You don't need to say anything. No one's Take looking for off. this from you. Stay out of the media. Pipe answer down. questions. That's part of your job work, is to answer questions. Work on questions. your VCs. And, uh... Right. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I don't get it. <laughs> My God. You don't have problems that 99% of Americans have. So shut up. I don't want to hear this. Anyway. All right. I leave for Vegas tomorrow. No one will hear this until after it happens, but the pod will be up a day later next week. I've been pretty consistent with getting the pod up on Monday night, but it's going to be Tuesday Kudos. next week. Cause... Thank you. Look at that. Get a little credit for the hard work that good, I put into this. Good work, thing. Scott. Thank you. Um, but no one will know that until they hear it, so who cares? Uh, and a lot of people get it Tuesday morning anyway, but it'll be some at some point Tuesday whenever I get around to it. So uh, wishing myself luck in Vegas. And uh, don't Break forget our leg. sponsor. Thank you. Our sponsor tonight, Pluto TV. Check it out. Download it. Put in BroPod for 100% off your subscription. <laughs> uh, and again, play the game with your friends. Think of your favorite sitcoms from when you were a kid and try to name a restaurant after it. Uh, props goes out to the Pen Pals for giving me that idea. It's a good, that's a good one. Good job, Pen Pals. It is a good one. Yeah, good job, Pen Pals. Check that out. Not a sponsor, but maybe we can get him a sponsor you next can't, week. You can't beat it. You can't beat the Ralph restaurant. <laughs> no, you said that wrong. If you can't beat the idea of Ralph, you should not play this game. <laughs> you should just give up on life like KD. So, anyway. <laughs> what about the gravy munch? Does that beat Ralph? <laughs> For sure. You, okay. you laugh for three straight minutes at the gravy munch. So <laughs> I just fear that people won't be able to make the correlation to the Brady Bunch, but that's Probably neither here not. nor there. 
So, anyway. All right. All right. So, uh, thanks for everybody for listening. Check us out. Google Play. By the way, I looked at our stats on uh, Anchor mm-hmm. last night when I was uploading the podcast. Like, 89% of the people get it from Apple Podcasts, which isn't a huge... Or iTunes. iTunes. Which isn't a huge surprise to me, but um, I didn't think it would be that significant. Yeah, people that's listening how people on listen to it. I mean, there's so many. The rate thousands and subscribe. And thousands. Yeah, rate, subscribe, write a review, tell a friend, share, all that good stuff. Um, so thanks for listening, and until next week, everybody! Peace!